Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We're going to open tonight in Psalms 20 and verse 1. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 20 and 1 says, The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary oh, yes. and strengthen thee out of Zion. Yes. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. We just got done singing that song, Lord deliver me, why should I be bound? Why should I be bound? That is a very good question to ask yourself tonight. Why should I be bound? We come here for a revival. Amen. We come here for a deliverance. Why should we leave here bound? Oh, yeah. If you join on tonight, you should get off this broadcast with some freedom.
the answer. Yes, Lord. And we have to go. We can't keep it all to ourselves. Let's look at Acts 2 and 36. See, somebody told us about the way. Somebody told us about Jesus. Right. It's not hard to talk to somebody. All we got to do is tell them what Jesus has done. Lord, yes, Lord. What has he done for you? What has he saved you from? All we have to do is share our testimony. Acts 2 and 36. Hallelujah. Therefore, let tell it. Let in the Bible, it means, well, the word let means to allow. That was to suffer. Suffer, that's another word that means to allow. Here it says, therefore, let all the house of Israel know. And I want to stop right there before we go further. Please go back up. We're going to talk about let all the house of Israel know assuredly. All right. See, Jesus did not prepare the disciples to keep the message to themselves. It wasn't just for them. The purpose was greater. It was for them to share it and spread it. So just like this says, therefore let all the house of Israel know. Let all the house of St. Louis know. That's the job that we have to do here. This ministry is not just for those of us that's coming. We, we got to go get some more people. We got to go get more people. And how do we get them? All we got to do is come about the love of Jesus. What did God do for me? What did he do for you? We don't have to quote a whole bunch of scripture. <laughs> all we got to do is share what we know. Let's talk about that. Let all the house of Israel know. What is that word know? Know is to come into the knowledge of, to be aware of, to be made aware of something. Remember, people are bound and they don't know they're bound. See, when we're in sin, we don't really know the bondage of sin. Sometimes, you know, they said when the slaves were so used to being slaves, it wasn't just a physical slavery. It became a mental slavery. And when they took the handcuffs off, they still felt bound. And they were still walking in bondage. It, it took some time for freedom to register. Mm -hmm. So some people, we don't really know until we get over here. Right. And God delivers us how much bondage we was in. Right. And how we just couldn't help ourselves. And we have to move on others with the same compassion. Right. So that same compassion, you eat and you drink and you enjoy, but don't forget to share with those on the outside. With those who nothing is prepared. Jesus said go out to the highways and the byways. Go out to the poor. To the homeless. We're doing that. Go out to those that are spiritual poor. Spiritual homeless. Because somebody is in need of deliverance. Somebody is in need of prayer. Somebody is in need of help. Amen. So... Because they told it, we're able to be here today. 
They didn't keep it to themselves. That's why we have a Bible. So the word of God can be shared. God doesn't send his word to keep it a secret. Right. You know, I'm a real estate agent. They tell us don't be a secret. Don't be a secret agent. Right. In other words, if you can if you stay or you remain a secret agent, folks are gonna be buying and selling houses and they're not gonna come to you. Why? Because they don't even remember you're in real estate. Right. You gotta remind them, you gotta tell them. You can't assume. People just know because you say, hey, I'm a realtor, that they're going to remember that when it's time for them to buy or sell or something to come along. You got to be top of mind. Right. So, I, I, look, you know, we come in here last night. I was tired. Amen. I, I was tired. And that song ministered to my soul because I'm like, Lord, I am tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. But I'm not tired of God. All right. And I, that song began to minister to me. I'm like, no matter what I'm going through. I'm not tired of God. God has been too good to me. Amen. I get strength when I get here. Yes, when I get to see him for the God, it does something to me. It takes me in a whole other world. Like I forget my problems. Now they might come back on me after church is over. But when I'm here and I'm standing here and I'm praising God, my mind goes into another realm. It's not all about what's going on around us, but the joy of the Lord. On, Let's go back. To Nehemiah. Yes, Lord. Eight and ten. <laughs> then he said unto them, Go your way. Eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them from whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be neither be sorry. Right. Don't be sorry that you told somebody about Jesus. Right. Don't be sorry. If you messed up. Come on now. Now that is another thing that take us out the church door because we messed up. Mm -hmm. Don't be sorry. Be glad. For the joy of the Lord is hey, the joy of the Lord is my strength even when I mess up. You gotta tell yourself that. Even though, Lord, I failed you, you're where my joy is coming from. You gotta take
I think. <laughs> now, the bird, you know, there's that song that says, Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Well, why is that so important? Why was Jesus born? Let's take a look right here. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Yes. Your sin, hallelujah, Jesus bore him on the cross. Yes, he did. You got to tell the devil, get behind me, Satan. Hey, when a baby 
is learning to walk, they're going to fall. And, and we're going to say, get up, honey. You can, you can do it. We're going to watch that baby. We're going to make sure they don't bump into the table. We're going to make sure they don't fall down those stairs. We're going to make sure they're safe. But when they fall, we're going to help them get back up. And we're going to tell them to keep walking. Because why? They eventually, they're going to keep walking. Ain't that right? Unless something else is going on medically, they're going to walk. It's the same way over here. It hasn't changed. So when I get saved and I stumble and I fall, you know, we tend to have all or nothing thinking. I got to come to church. I got to be all right. Uh, no, it's a process over here. I got to come to church and be all for Jesus. Come on I got to come to church and have all faith. Yes. That's what I need to be all in my confidence in God. Let's look at, come unto me, all ye that are that labor. And you feel like every time you get up, you fall. And you start to get disappointed in yourself. Or maybe you got people that say a bunch of negative things around you. Come to Jesus. Right. Tell him all about it. Yes, Lord. Praying to God ain't no different than having a conversation on the phone with your friend. Right. Ain't no different. Right. You just tell Jesus, That's Lord, right. I'm tired of these people bothering me. Can you help me, please? Right. <laughs> Lord, I'm tired of every time I get up, see my God just keep falling. I'm telling you, you tell, talk to God, he'll do something. All you gotta do is keep waiting on him. Come unto me. That's Jesus. All ye that labor, that you're working, and you feel worn out, and you feel tired, and you feel like, I keep struggling, I might as well give up. Sometimes when you're at your lowest point, that's when God comes right in. Amen. Not when you're feeling at your highest, right. but when you're in the valley low. Yes, Lord. When it seems like all hope is gone. We feel like all strength is gone. Right. Trust in God. Trust in God. He'll lift you up. Amen. And our heavy laden, that burden of sin is heavy. That burden of guilt, that burden of shame, Amen. that burden of disappointment, that burden of why isn't anything going right for me? You got to trust God. Amen. You got to find some joy in the Lord. <coughs> and I will give you rest. Peace of mind. Rest is comfort. You know how you feel when you're so tired. And you hit the pillow and your eyes is out. <laughs> And you wake up and you feel so refreshed. Yes. You're like, I needed that sleep. That's the rest we have in Jesus. Even better. Even better. Amen. God is so long-suffering. He's so loving. He's so kind. He's so patient. Let's talk about something here. Let's go to Matthew 15 and 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast 
of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried, that cry is prayer. Cried unto him, have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. He answered her not a word. He answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she cried after us. What was what, she doing crying after us? We don't want to have nothing to do with her. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Look, I don't care where you are at tonight. Yes, Lord. Let's say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. If, even if you ain't getting an answer Lord, yet, say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Even if you feel like you're not worthy to be on the list, yes. say, Faith will get you there. Faith will get you there. You gotta trust 
And somebody was born blind. Mm. And all of a sudden, just like that, they, got, they can see. Somebody was born, they couldn't hear. They couldn't even speak. And now they're hearing, and now they're speaking. They were amazed. They were astonished. The man to behold. Could you imagine somebody was born without an arm, and now all of a sudden they got an arm? Have you seen that? We haven't, I don't know, I have not seen that with my physical eyes. I have not seen a person arm be put back on. Like, just appear out of nowhere. I'm not talking about they went to the doctor and the doctor put their arm on. I'm talking about Jesus healed them and their arm was gone and now they have a whole new arm. When we're talking about man, that's what we're talking about. They're missing a limb. Man is missing an eye. And it's just there all of a sudden. Amen! Well, look at us. How many of us thought we could be saved? How many of us knew what that even really meant? And to be walking in God. And to be living in God. We got to tell somebody. We got to tell somebody how we was made in sin. How we was blind in sin. And we didn't have no ear to hear, but God opened up my ears. God opened up my eyes to see the truth. He opened up my ears to hear the word. I remember when I came to church, and I would be sitting under Bishop. And at first, I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I would be sitting there. And then as I kept coming, what he started saying got clearer and clearer and clearer. God was opening my eyes, y'all. He was opening up my ear to hear. So that Christmas morning, when my pastor, Bishop Jeremiah Reed, made the altar call, something said, it's time. Some said, why don't you get baptized today? Something like that. And I felt this warm feeling in my heart. And I followed that. Bishop Dwight is the one that baptized me. I didn't know who he was at the time. I just, know I, was, I just went back there to get baptized. I know who he was at the time. When I came about that water, I was like, what is this? I've, I'm scared to swim. Y'all. I can't even swim. I've been water so many times. I cannot, I cannot swim for real. I cannot swim. I have an uncomfortable feeling in water. And you know, when you get baptized, you get completely submerged. You know, I have no funny feeling. Not a funny feeling at all. I came out that water feeling washed on the inside. And I was 12 years old, and I'm like, what is this? I have never experienced this in my life. See, this is an experience. And then it's something we got to share. And that's what we're getting to here. The lame to behold, the lame to walk, the blind to see, and they glorify the God of Israel. I want to go look at this in, oh, I hope this is right, Mark 7 and 32, because it's worded just a little bit different. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. Remember I told you dumb meant to be where you can't hear and you can't speak. It's like an impediment because they're connected. Your ear and your voice, they're, they're all connected. And sometimes that affects things. And they, but it's okay. They came, they came as they were. Now they came with the multitudes. Jesus was drawing thousands. He was doing all kinds of miracles. People had faith 
folks. They believe God for other folks. Come on with us. Come on, come on and, and, and get to this Jesus. He can help you. Look, I can't help you, but Jesus can help you. Now, I can't do nothing for you, but I can bring you to Jesus. the servant, go 
into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. That compel, share our testimony. Tell somebody our testimony. Tell somebody what God has done for us. Publish it. We got to publish it. We got to share. We, we can't keep it to ourselves. God didn't deliver us to keep it to ourselves. He delivered us to tell to be a witness that if God can deliver me, he can deliver you. Right, come on. If God did it for me, he'll do it for you. Because sometimes we, we got to see. And that's why some people are very affected by people when they see them live one life and see them living something totally different. Mm. See, God is so loving and merciful. That's why he saved Paul. He saved Paul to be a witness. Paul was out there. Paul was named Saul, and he was out there persecuting the church. He was killing the saints. And Jesus <coughs> saved them. And he said, I'm going to show him many things he's going to suffer for my name's sake. <coughs> Excuse me. But Paul is one of the, there's a few instances in the Bible. Peter is another one. Because Peter denied Jesus three times. Peter said, Lord, I will never deny you. Right. And he denied him three times. And after he heard that cock crow, he went well. He went sorrowful. Because he didn't even think. See, that's what happened when we put confidence in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. Mm. Okay, good luck with that one. I said that one time. Mm. And did the thing I said I would never do. Mm. So I don't say that anymore. Because that's putting confidence in the flesh. I'll never do that. I don't know what I'll do. And Jesus had already told him, you're going to deny me three times. But Peter was made the first pastor of the church. God had compassion on him. God has compassion on all of us. None of us are perfect. None of us are walking perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. Jesus said, don't even call me good. Mm. He said, ain't none good but God. Right. So, if God is good, and we are his people and the sheep of his pasture, we got to walk in his power. Amen. We got to walk in his goodness. Amen. And we got to lean on him for our help. Let's look at Mark 1 and 40, because I think that's really where I wanted to go. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus, I love this part, mm -hmm. and Jesus moved with compassion, putting forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. And he straightly charged him and forthwith, forthwith sent him away and saith unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But he went out and began to publish it much 
and to blaze abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert, desert, desert places, and they came, and they came to him from every quarter. Jesus draw a lot of people through healing. Right. And what happened is this leper, because you know, when you had leprosy, they would sit you out. You, you was not included. You could not be around people because that was very contagious. Right. It was like a pandemic, all right? It was like having a pandemic. You couldn't even go around. They put you out of the city. Mm. And you had to tell everybody you a leper, you a leper. Right. Right. Now, around here, we do things a little bit different. We wear our masks, and we do all these different things, right? Mm -hmm. To protect, you know, we have vaccines and stuff to protect us from. That's why they give us vaccines uh, to help stop the spread of very contagious diseases, like the chicken pox, for example. I got the chicken, so there's now a chicken pox vaccine, but there wasn't when I was a kid. Right. So when I was a little girl in the first grade, I remember a little girl came back from school and she still had like the little chicken pox sores on her arm and she sat right next to me and I don't remember touching her but she sat next to me. Guess what? The next day I had the chicken pox and you had to stay home like six or seven days. You were supposed to stay home to them sores completely healed because it was so easy to spread. It's almost like that stuff gets in the air. I don't know. You know when you're young, like six and seven years old, you touching stuff at school and everybody washing their hands and so imagine having and people are going through this now I mean there's people in isolation now you know when people are going to quarantine and different things like that I'm sure they feel alone you know people that had to be in a hospital by themselves so when this man had leprosy and Jesus had compassion on him Jesus will have compassion on you. Yes, he will. Jesus has compassion. Right. He's compassionate. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He cares. Amen. The Bible said, cast all your cares. Casting all your care on him. Amen. So this man got so excited, he had to tell, he couldn't keep it a secret. He couldn't keep it a secret. He had to go tell him, Jesus, heal me. Jesus, heal me. I'm not a leper anymore. I'm healed. I'm clean. Right. I'm made whole. I don't have to go without anymore.
Everything that got you anxious. Everything that got you all bound up on the inside. Cast it all on Jesus. He will answer your prayer. He will hear your faintest cry. He will answer by and by. Casting all your care upon him. Why? That's not always easy to do. You gotta trust. Because sometimes we're so scared of getting hurt. We're so scared we're gonna have the same past experience. But we have to sometimes you gotta ask God for deliverance from your past. Take your past hurt, take your past pain and give it to Jesus. Just give it to him. Cry it out if you have to. And I mean cry with tears if you have to. Because it can be hard to let it go. But ask God, Lord, take it right now, Jesus. Loose the bonds of that broken past. Loose the bonds of that broken heart, Lord. Heal right now. Why? Because he cares for you. God cares for you. He cares. He cares. He cares. He cares. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Cast all your care upon him, for he careth in you. Have faith in God. Amen.